Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today, we're discussing Governor Dunstan, the second episode of 30 Rock's seventh and final season. It's time for another iteration of late-night comedy Clone Wars as TGS attempts to recreate the magic of Tina Fey and Sarah Palin's SNL doppelgangland with the Tracy Jordan political lookalike. He's goofy. He's accident-prone. He's actually quite mean. It's Governor Dunstan. Meanwhile, Jenna is disappointed by balls, but finds renewed purpose through Moira Rose and Walter White. And now that she's out of her dirty 30s and Danny has simply ceased to exist, Liz finds a new way to awaken her sexuality. Let's check in with Rafalka to see if this is going to be an amazing episode. She ate the apple, people. It's a go. Let's dive in. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out, unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. I have been waiting seven years to tell you people what I really think of you. Really? Because you called me Mr. Clean's gay uncle in front of my children. This is my first royalty check from my summer dance jam, Balls. Balls, 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 balls. In this envelope is my cut of every CD sale, paid download, music video DVD rental at Blockbuster. Oh boy, Jenna, you might want to look at that check before you insult us. And maybe you ought to look in the mirror before leaving your house in the morning because you look like someone's been slowly poisoning Sally Field. Alrighty then. Read it and weep, you mouth-breathing vag repellers. It's $90, Jenna. What? <laughs> so um, what did you think of this episode? This episode, Julie? I fucking love this episode. <laughs> I thought it was fun. I thought it was everything that this show has to offer. I thought it was enjoyable and there were funny moments, to be more realistically honest. <laughs> And the Governor Dunstan parts were like, oh, I remember watching this in 2012 and I was like, Obama has to win again. Little did I know he would, but 2016 would bring something fierce. But that was enjoyable. And then Jenna's musical moment will lead us to some funny Amy Sedaris moments in the next episode. So it was a good little lead up for that. Kenneth exists and is immortal. And that remains to be true. We saw fucking Catherine O'Hara, which is great. And then Brian Cranston. And then Evil Knievel's motorcycle. And then also Matthew Broderick. Like, everyone was here. It was very like iconic as far as the guest stars. As far as fulfillment, B+. Plus. What about you? I'm going to need you to be prepared to do the Liz <laughs> fake orgasm scene. Born of the game. I already know. I've been practicing all day. And all the singing. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember the tune. When does that ever stop me? Like that's the point of this Tracy singing. Fair play. Your terrible thing. <laughs> How could you not even mention James Marsden's haircut? I mean, that's all that matters. In <laughs> he does look at the nail prints. Um, I don't know. Buzz cuts don't typically do it for me. Really? Well, a lot can do it for me, depending on whom. Um, <laughs> to continue with what I was saying, which was words. I would additionally like to remark upon the following. <laughs> so this is right when Alec Baldwin meets Hilaria in real life and she uh, makes him stop drinking and stop eating sugar. Mm. And somehow his eyes do get bluer. But he's like looking fit and trim and attractive and Tina Fey finally figured out her hair and James Marsden's shaved and looks amazing. Like I'm like, we're coming together here in season seven. It really yeah. looks great. Glow up. Yes. <laughs> Hilaria <laughs> was the OG Ozempic, and she, she just was. made shit happen. God. 
everyone. Is that him holding her in that picture you sent us? Yeah. Okay. I, I couldn't tell if it was a child or his wife. Emma, <laughs> Emma recently just went back to work uh, after three months of maternity leave because she gave birth to a human and now people wanted to like do other things and that's wild. Wow. Um, but I was like, I hope your day was good. And then to send her good vibes, I sent her a screenshot of the picture of Adam Baldwin. Or uh, Alec. Or Alec. <laughs> I love Adam Baldwin. It's just like no one in society today can make mistakes and learn and grow. We just are immediately canceled, like just now. <laughs> you and Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, fuck yeah. If I need to get canceled for Tucker Carlson to get canceled, cancel me, baby. Sorry, Don Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens. Don't be misogynistic, even on accident. Do you remember where this started? Because I don't. It was about Hillary Baldwin. Oh, that's right. And oh. I sent a picture for good vibes because why is the oldest person in the room got to remember stuff? <laughs> I don't understand why. I mean, you have a baby and you're an so I guess that makes sense. I have a crippling mental disorder. It's called caring don't. too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled OCD. Well, I hope you have enough white claws in you to do the Tina Fey sex scene because I can't. This is my third, yeah. I mean, it's going to get, I'm going to be touching myself. Not myself, just parts of me, like my nipples. Where'd the taboo buzzer go? <laughs> I was like, I barely had any. I'm going to be masturbating. <laughs> in front of my sister and my ride home. <laughs> my sister and my ride home. <laughs> the two <laughs> biblical things you cannot, you cannot cross. So we open this episode and Jack is Skyping, which I guess was already a thing at that point. It was before Zoom, Zoom, Zoom came in and was like, fuck you. I was setting up, I had his video call today and I set up the zoom to like look and see if I was sitting in a good spot it was too close too far but we were on Google Meet with the cameras much closer I was like ah. like sorry Miss Flo whoops <laughs> terrifying you were menstruating too her name was Miss Flo I don't believe that for a second did you take her to the MoMA and, and the cloisters <laughs> oh did you watch this episode I did yeah was that fucking funny way to prove it yeah. So we're in Jack's office and he's video <laughs> calling with a horse. Very well. I certainly appreciate your candor. Appreciate your candor. Were you just Skyping with a horse? Not a horse lemon. Ravalka. Mitt Romney's champion dressage mare. It was very funny when Romney was trying to be an approachable person of the Republican Party and everyone was just like, your horse won the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> sure. What we wouldn't have given for Mitt Romney in the last six years, am I right? Oof. So Jack says, yes, you said sure, right? She answers yes or no questions by either eating an apple for yes or a carrot for no. And if she eats both, that means she's, that means the life is a, wow. She answers yes or no questions by eating either an apple for yes or a carrot for no. It's clear that I watched this episode, Julie, but did you? I wrote the scripts. <laughs> and if she eats both, that means life is full of unknowable gray areas. Remarkable animal. And thanks to Rafalka, I'm now fully briefed on Romney's campaign's latest setback. Did you see the news this morning? I saw the Today Show, and then it cuts to. So, oh wait, I saw the Today Show, it cuts nowhere. <laughs> I'll cut myself in shame. I saw cut the my life, life into, into pieces. pieces. <laughs> this is my last resort. I saw the Today Show, so I know, oh my God, you fixed it in real time. So I know how to make an auto pizza that your team will love. Paul Ryan dropped out of the race last night. What? Why? Why? Because he wants to be on the Fox News board instead of doing any actual work for this country. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> that was like a cough. <laughs> it turns out he was actually born in Kenya. Not a lot we could do about this one. Not true. Born in Janesville, Wisconsin. The youngest of four children, Elizabeth Betty Ann. 
who later became an interior designer, and Paul Murray Ryan, a lawyer. He's a fifth-generation Wisconsinite. Oh, my God. Just like Trixie. Information nobody needed. Two paths. So now who's Romney's running mate going to be? Rafalco assured me that an announcement would be made later today, or she just wanted to eat an apple. And now it's tanking NBC going, is Hank ready to sell? Soon will have no choice. Sunday Night Football is just Cleveland Browns games. I'm allowing Jimmy Fallon to use his real voice. And a great spirit the roots. <laughs> and you're certainly doing your part. Last week's show was excruciating. Thank you. I told the writers there are no bad ideas, and they really took it to heart. Trixie walks into a restaurant dressed like Hitler. Yes, I have a reservation on the black Hitler. <laughs> you know, I could get used to this not caring thing. And what about your reproductive efforts? Blah. Chris and I have been taking the dump truck to the boneyard <laughs> most nights. Hell yeah. Oh, come on. Try to enjoy it, Lemon. Chris looks like an elf prince. <laughs> I should get back downstairs. The show's not going to phone itself in. I do have one concern, Lemon. Elections can be very good for sketch comedy shows, and the last thing I need is an election year rating spike for TGS. So no political stuff. Okay, sure. We'll just have to do uh, observational humor. Like, table is a weird word. Thank you, Lemon. <laughs> and you got to wonder who came up with the door. A bunch of cavemen sitting around. Hey, Gronk, before we starve to death in here, let's make a door. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but a bow I do love when the closed captioning says, exciting Japanese. <laughs> I've been waiting seven years to tell you people what I really think of you. Really? Because you called me Mr. Clean's gay uncle in front of my children. This is my first royalty check for my summer dance jam. Balls. Balls, 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 balls. In this envelope is my cut of every CD sale, paid download, music video, DVD rental at Blockbuster. Well, boy, Jenna, you might want to look at that checkbook before you insult us. And maybe you want to look in a mirror before leaving your house in the morning because you look like someone's been slowly poisoning Sally Fields. <laughs> Alrighty, then. Read it and weep, you mouth-breathing vag repellers. It's 90 bucks, Jenna. What? Oh. <laughs> that song was everywhere. The FBI blamed it for a spike in summer sex crimes. <laughs> sex criminal boat. Well, the music industry isn't what it used to be. Like I said, I'll go stupid internet. People can just get music for free. That's why I got out of the music business. Despite my beautiful singing voice and my amazing songwriting. Chris walks in. He's like, hey, Jenna. Shut up. Hey, what are you doing here? Oh, I just thought I'd uh, pop in. No, you damn well didn't. Lunchtime is when you pop in. You got something else on your mind, son. He takes the back of his hand and feels Chris's <laughs> face, and he's like, fresh shave, starts choking him in the throat, <laughs> elevated pulse. He doesn't sniff until after he says, cologne. <laughs> this man is here to do it on a desk. Tracy, you're disgusting. No, Liz, he's right. I am. <laughs> no, I'm not trying, I'm not being gross. We're trying to have a baby, and you know how Liz libido, Liz's libido is, so I'm trying to keep it from being a chore. That's why I started tracking your menstrual cycle. You don't have to prove anything to them. Just shut your mouth, Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're tracking my cycle? I don't want you stressing out about it, so I made this calendar. I thought you'd like to know that you're ovulating, and I came here to, I don't know, spice things up. I know, stupid, I know. I know, it's okay, I get it. In the office, it's like, I'm Don Draper and you're Megan. Mm. Okay, you're Don Draper. No, you're Glenn, and I'm Sally. Tango music comes. Chris grabs Liz and uses the other arm to wipe everything off the desk. I can only think of the Shakira song that says, Objection, in parentheses, Tango. Objection, I don't want to be the rejection. 
Wait, there's a system. This is all organized. God. <laughs> the posters are for my ideas and the pens are for my tea. Liz, you have to see this. <laughs> Hornberger, what if we've been having sex? Then I would have seen Chris's muscular back. <laughs> you think I care? Mitt Romney's on the TV. The next vice president of the United States, Governor Bob Dunstan of Alabama. Well, okada dokada do, America. We gotta have Tracy play this guy on the show. He looks exactly like him. And I was just thinking we'd lay off the political stuff. Oh, Liz, he's right. That guy really looks like Tracy. Did you guys see I'm on TV, but now I'm old? <laughs> oh, God, I'm a slap on the top of it you, too. Okay, fine. The guy looks like Tracy, but what's the joke? Oh, I'm going to have to take a moment here. I sat on my testicles earlier, and the heft of my body smashed them to smithereens. Have, have you ever sat on your testicles? Um, like, is that a thing? You can, like, sit in a weird position and, like, snap them. What about when you wore those pants and your ball was hanging out of them? I didn't sit on them. I was just breezier than I anticipated. <laughs> Which okay. pants? You'll have to be more specific. They were black pants that you wore to work and you blew out the ball holder part <laughs> at one point. <laughs> yeah, my friend was like, who also, boyfriend at the time was like, I can see your testicles. <laughs> yes. What other time are we talking about when your testicles were hanging out in like? It happens more than you think. <laughs> Okay, you wear tight pants, you gain some weight, you don't wear underwear. <laughs> Shit happens. Not if it's always stretchy. Hey. Okay, start working on the wig. She pats Chris's handsome face. Handsome, <laughs> handsome face. That was for me. <laughs> oh, Miss Maroney, I can't wait for you to meet my mother. <laughs> it's Catherine O'Hara. I'm going to stop you right there, Kenneth. I'm having an actress side project crisis, so I'm not interested in whatever this is and whatever it thinks it's wearing. Oh, I can't believe I just met Jenna Maroney. I'm so nervous. I hope I didn't embarrass you. You were you were fine, but your friend Ron. <laughs> it's Brian Cranston looking around like a goon. Hey. Sure doesn't know how to behave around celebrities. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Kenny. You know, the only celebrity I have ever met, I can only do Verna, I think. <laughs> ever met was Evil Knievel's motorcycle, and that was just a picture. Oh, I almost forgot. We got you a little something from your birthday. Out of nowhere comes Jenna and snatches it. <laughs> Is that a CD? You people still buy CDs. She finds it, opens it. It's the traditional church songs by Stone Mountain's Children's Ghost Choir. <laughs> she throws it in the trash. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Why haven't you visited us? Sorry. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Find it. Why haven't you visited us before? Well, money's been tied ever since the market crashed into our house. <laughs> My name is Ron. I'm Perlene's friend. I've met celebrities before. Do you know Evil Knievel's motorcycle picture? Oh, come on, Ron. Better than that. I have so many questions to ask you people. Tomorrow when we break for lunch, you are coming to my dressing room and watching me eat. I wonder what she eats. Jack is in his office watching Governor Dunstan on TV. No, I gotta be upfront about this. See, that girl was in my car because I was trying to get out of get talk her out of being a prostitute and shit. Jack, I have to let Tracy play Governor Dunstan. Absolutely not. Come on, he looks exactly like him. Give me a break, Jack. Listen to the guy. Hang on, I'm caught on the nail here. Uh, uh. Okay, now we can continue. His pants were ripped off, and it says, um, "Uh, home of the Whopper." I wrote that on his penis. <laughs> I can't just ignore Dunstan Jack Everyone's talking about how much he looks like Tracy Exactly, I'm trying to tank this network To that end, I've asked you to lay off politics 
Uh-huh. But what you really meant was lay off Republicans, didn't you? It's not about politics, Lemon. In order to save this network, I have to destroy it. Just like BP did when they heroically tried to lubricate the Gulf of Mexico. On April 20th, 2010, the oil <laughs> drilling rig Deepwater Horizon operated in the Macondo Prospect of the Gulf of Mexico exploded and sank, resulting in the death of 11 workers with 4 million barrels of oil flowing into the water. Moving on. Damn. <laughs> now, don't write anything about Bob Dunstan. I promise I won't write a word. And we're better off now. Are we better off now than we were four years ago? Not me. I now have herpes and the Dixie Mafia is trying to kill me. Don, Garlene, I don't have time for this. I'm trying to write a new album for the only people who buy records anymore. Unhappy middle-aged bummers like you. This writing is hard. Wait. You said you write songs. Yes, I, I, I do, but I, I'm not a professional like you or them bears at Showbiz Pizza. Well, sing one for me now. For inspiration. I'm not going to steal it. But if I do, don't even bother lawyering up. I'll have my Jews on you so fast you'll think you're an Asian girl. Well, um, okay. <laughs> I, I wrote this song earlier today for Kenny. You know, I just hope someday he'll realize. Okay. There's a picture on my wall Of a boy who's just yay tall Without a daddy, he's in danger He needs an older male stranger And when he goes to war Okay, I'm gonna stop you right there. Ron, that was terrible. I'm gonna be constructive here. You should kill yourself. No, he should not. So Liz is in the living room and finds Chris's calendar. What does that say on the calendar? I couldn't tell. It says, like, show week. It's September, October. Yeah, I it says AF, so on Sunday she's as fuck. My birthday has an arrow on it. Tough to say. Hey, Elf Prince, what makes you think my last period started on the 29th? Because you kept saying your Aunt Flo was in town. She was. Remember? I took her to the MoMA and the Cloisters. I assume those were all vaginal euphemisms. Great. So we had sex for no reason. No reason at all. Wow, thank you. Look, Liz, I know this isn't your jam, which is why I've been trying to make it fun. Surprised you at the office, wrote you that song. Your body is my garden of Eden. I hate you. I'm sorry. <laughs> your I body. Hate you. <laughs> sorry. Liz, we both want this to happen, but it's not going to work if it's a chore. Yeah, okay, I know. I have to relax. And I promise as soon as I figure it out, when I'm really ovulating, then she says something in German, which translated as we're going to have really, really relaxed intercourse. You just spoke in German. I don't think so, Chris. <laughs> uh, okay, so the sketch happens with Tracy. It's exactly the same as the TV. I'm caught on a nail here. I'm caught on a nail. That was Tracy Jordan having some fun the other night at the expense of Governor Bob Dunstan. Liz, the New York Times called. She doesn't care. George Clooney wants to be on the show. Yeah. And you got a gift basket? Gift basket? Pears? Why? Well, I'm in a word. We had an agreement. You promised not to write anything about Dunstan. And I didn't. Every one of Tracy's lines last night was a direct quote from Governor Dunstan himself. I see. Well, bravo. You're supposed to say brava to a woman. Oh, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> this is a disaster. Ratings are up. And now during the election, Hank Cooper wants TGS on five nights a week starting tonight. You are unterribilizing this network. 
Wait, I have to do a show every night? Uh Uh-huh. Say goodbye to your free time. Did you hear that? It's the sound of honey boo-boos piling up on your TiVo. No! Do you guys know what a TiVo is? Yeah. (laughs) No! Your show is ruining my career and besmirching the name of a good American. Bob Dunstan is a fine man. Ah, so this is about politics. I'm sure you'd let us make fun of Joe Biden all we want. (laughs) But how could you? He's amazing. He rides the train. (laughs) Frank comes in with a... That says punch ball. Liz, Dunstan's at a county fair and he ate too much chili. I'm sorry, Jack. This is bigger than both of us. <laughs> oh boy, when did old Bob Dunstan swallow all that change? Berlian, you must be so proud of Kenneth. Smell him. That's Jenna Maroney's garbage. Oh, he's always been such a special boy. I remember the day he was born, he looked up at me and said, Mama, I am not a person. My body's just a flesh vessel for an immortal being whose name. If you heard it, would make you lose your mind. Do you remember that, honey? <laughs> oh, we're all just so proud of Kenny. I tell everyone to meet. I know a big shot in NYC. Great story, Ron. So tell me what. So tell me what kind of music do you folks like to buy? Well, Jenna, you know times are tough, and it's not getting any easier now that Obamacare is extending our life expectancy. So let me die in an emergency room with a treatable disease, like an American. But music can let you forget all about that. Folks like us, we need an escape. It's like what Jimmy Buffett says. I'm a cheeseburger in paradise. Of course, we don't have our stereo anymore on account of our mayor, who's a meth addict, took it apart in a field. But Ron sings, well, he writes his own songs. Are they about being a loser? Some of them. (laughs) But they're mostly about being on a tropical island and sipping some rum and feeling the sand between your toes. What do you know about any of that, Ron? Kenneth Ellen Parcel, you mind your manners. It just so happens Ron and I have been to Key West. Oh, yes, we have. It was our honeymoon. Oh, no. We, uh, what? You got married? When? Seven years ago. Look, Ken, I'm just trying to replace your dad. Oh, damn, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> if you will excuse me, I have to get back to work. This is terrible. I've never gone this long. Damn it. This is terrible. (laughs) This is terrible. I've never gone this long without talking. So Pete comes into Liz's office. Okay, if we're doing a show tonight, Tracy needs to do a run-through with the vomiting rig. Props can do four o'clock. I know. I promised Chris I would be home this afternoon. Yeah, for that. And get it. (laughs) And get this. Chris wants it to be fun. How do you make sex fun? Well, Paula never opens her eyes. So what I do is look at a nursing school catalog I keep under my pillow. Ah, this five shows a week thing is bonkers. So great. Let's all figure out when I can have sex. Okay, what if Jenna did her DVD commentary while she's getting bejazzled? Then we can move the prop meeting up. You know what? We may have to look at the whole month. Oh, yeah, there it is. I need to cross-reference this with my menstruation. Oh, this is complicated. Um, I'm going to need to color code... All of this, Tracy will be red, Jenna's blue, and I'll be green. Oh, yeah, that's nice. It's uh, mm, is it, It's getting hot in here, right? I had a column for my basal bottle temperature. <laughs> basal bottle pops, basal <laughs> bottle pops for my basal body temperature. Then I could schedule around my peak ovulation. Right there, yes. That is the spot. Oh, God, this whole thing could be a spreadsheet. If we print out landscape, the page will take it all. Oh, yeah, it'll take it all. Oh, my God. So Liz kicks open the door to her apartment and rips off Chris's flannel. Hey, that was 10 bucks. I figured out. I think I figured out what's been missing for my sex life. Organizing it. She rips off his pants like they're breakaway pants. <laughs> Cooter is what Chris says. <laughs> Cooter burger. Hi, Jack. 
I took the liberty of making myself a drink. Is that red wine with tonic water and olives? It's an old Spanish. Is, is that not a thing? Oh, the guys at the office told me it was a cool drink. Well, I'm always getting pranked anyhow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So what have you been up to? Well, after 2008, I went back to being a lobbyist. You know, just hanging out in hotel lobbies. <laughs> if you wear a red vest, sometimes people think you're valet, and you can take a nap in their car. All right, well, it looks like you landed back on your feet. And how? You're looking at the Deputy Chief of Media Relations, Romney Dunson, 2012. Here, have a sticker. Cooter, this is a puffy frog with <laughs> googly eyes. Oh, no, I've been handing those out all day. Listen, Jack, the reason I'm here, we need to talk about this whole Bob Dunstan TGS thing. Yeah, I'm taking care of that. I assure you there will be no more Bob Dunstan sketches. No, 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 that's not what we want. We need you to make fun of Dunstan as much as possible. What? Why? Because it's making him likable. He's actually very mean. But with Tracy Jordan playing him... He's a lovable buffoon. Exactly. Nobody's talking about the governor's record... His resegregation of Alabama schools, his longtime sexual relationship with a Hank Williams statue outside Montgomery City Hall. They're just talking about how funny Tracy is. It's a win-win. You help us take back the White House, and you goose NBC's ratings. Yes, and I do want NBC to get good ratings. Yeah, I know. Let's keep saying things we want out loud. A closer friendship that includes road trips. Your turn. <laughs> Jenna, can we trouble you for some advice? Yes, if you're only in New York for a few days, find a way to see Amari Sotomayor's penis. It's worth it. <laughs> All right. We'd like to talk to you about Kenny. He won't speak to me. Don Garleen. <laughs> I don't have time for this. I'm trying to write a new album for the only people who buy records anymore. Unhappy, middle-aged bummers like you. This writing is hard. Wait, you said you write songs? Yes, I do, but I'm not a professional like you or the bears at Showbiz Pizza. Sing one for me now, for inspiration. I'm not going to steal it, but if I do, don't even bother lowering me up. I'll have my juice on you so fast you'll think you're an Asian girl. Jesus. in the (laughs) script and the closed captioning, it said juice, but she says juice. And we know she says juice. She says juice. And my Jewish insides vibrated, so I knew (laughs) there was anti-Semitism about. I was like, what? Um, You said you'd sing. All right, you have to speak first. Well, okay, I wrote this song (laughs) earlier today for Kenny. You know, I just hope someday he'll realize. Oh, there's a picture on my wall of a boy who just just yet tall. Oh, without a daddy's in danger. He needs an older male stranger. And when he goes to war. I'm going to stop you right there, Ron. That was terrible. I'm going to be constructive here. You should kill yourself. No, he should not. I'm sorry, Miss Romney, but you can't talk to Ron like that. What are you talking about? I heard you call Ron a dingleberry. Comparing Ron to our inconsiderate neighbors, the dingleberries, is something I can do, but you are not allowed to be because you are not part of this family. That's what family is, Kenneth. People badmouth you all the time behind your, their back. Why on the train up here, I called you a bowling pin with a face drawn on it. A cheap albino lesbian. A finger with teeth. Almost somebody left on the radiator. I get it, Mom. But if anyone else says a word about you, Kenneth, I don't stand for it. You remember that kid in school who bullied you? Well, I ate that goat. Because you and I are family. And like it or not, Kenneth, so you and my husband, Ronald McDonald. Well, Ronald and Kenneth hug. Oh. I think I just got in that. I think I just got an idea for a song. It's called Rum Soaked Tampon. Now, what were you guys talking about? 
So now we have a sexy montage of staples. <laughs> sexy question mark. Well, is it? That was my editorial um, scripting. So Tracy's terrible voice is singing. This is you. Doing hey a sex montage. Hey girl, me and you. Yeah, baby, this is just more proof that I am an amazing singer. So at one point he's opened up a giant like plastic tub of paper clips and he's like, pouring her down the chest. And then she takes a giant yellow highlighter and puts it in his mouth and he gags. <laughs> Song continues. Girl, you're so beautiful and so is the guy you're with. I just want to lick your face. So they use an unopened CD tower to reenact the ghost ceramic scene, which is hilarious. And then Chris drops the empty paper clip container on Liz's face like, oh, so now you see Liz dripping white out. Do you guys know what white out is? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll mm-hmm. uh, the Ricky Martin music video where it got wax poured on him. Right. Well, any <laughs> filthy movie. So not only is she dripping white out on him, she's like painting on his chest. He's shirtless <laughs> laying on the floor of Staples. And here comes the woman who works there. And she says, hey, where do you think you are? Office Max? Get out of here, you perverts. <laughs> That's Adrienne Moore. She was on Orange is the New Black, yes. playing Cindy. Yeah. And an Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, also playing Cindy. But not the Cindy that was down there with her in the hole. Different Cindy. Different Cindy. Two minutes. Two minutes to air. Lemon, where have you been? You have a show to do. Don't worry about the show. It's all scheduled. Look at this. <laughs> oh, yeah, mommy-like. Color-coded calendar. I'm going to look it. So she has, like, her whole calendar all covered. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you i saw my intimacy issues jack now that the show is on every night everything has to be organized like a well-scheduled dusseldorf bus schedule she says in german yaskas dusseldorf schedule (laughs) (laughs) well congratulations (laughs) i just want to make sure you're doing a bob stunston sketch tonight why because of the uh, first amendment which i love and what you told me earlier you convinced me you win you think i'm an idiot (laughs) i didn't win this argument i'm an idiot Lemon, what do you want me to say? You're helping the Romney-Dunstan ticket, okay? People like Dunstan because they like Tracy. What? No. <laughs> if these sketches are helping Romney, we're not doing that. <laughs> yes, maybe that's for the best. The success of the show, your show, is the only thing keeping Hank from selling NBC. And if he doesn't sell, I'll spend the rest of my career in corporate obscurity like a woman with children. No offense, Emma. <laughs> Damn it. If I don't help Romney, it's four more years of socialism, corporations not being people, and a basketball court at the White House. Let me make your choice easy, Jack. It's over. Yes, but is it that easy? You stop doing Dunstan, TGS goes back to one night a week, and you can kiss goodbye your Dusseldorf bus sex schedule, or schedule sex. (laughs) You'll be having Paris Metro sex. Ah. Long sessions of afternoon lovemaking followed by talking and making circles with your finger in Chris's (laughs) chest hair. Now you can't make me. (laughs) Do the sketch. I help Romney, but I ruined my career. Cut the sketch. You help Obama, but you screw up your life plan. It's a win-lose. Trace is a floor for the cold open. So what are we going to do? Break a leg, try. That shouldn't be hard. I have a severe <laughs> calcium deficiency. All right, so the end is Dunstan debating Joe Biden. Who's You're going to have to go. Then when he, than he is now. <laughs> Did he get some work done? He got some plants. You can see straight through to the skull. <laughs> well, they had HD back then. We regressed. <laughs> When they turned into HD and Kenneth's a puppet, that's one of my favorite <laughs> moments of all time. Like, Jack is super gorgeous and handsome. It's his old him, yeah. And then there's a puppet. And then Liz has like a wart in her. She's terrifying. <laughs> she has my skin, yes. 
I shouldn't be saying any of this. When? I'm glad you brought up my record. It's called Sounds of Seduction, and it's available <laughs> on iTunes. Here are the nine types of legitimate rape. Oh. One, a Halloween party. Let me ask you a question, sir. Do you know if this auditorium validates parking? Our opponent would like you to believe that Mitt Romney is a merman. <laughs> no, I know Mitt Romney does not live in the sea. No, no Mormon. Mormon governor. A Mormon? Now that's crazy. But about bowel. Hey. I think we just did the episode faster than the episode. We're amazingly talented. I just hope somehow your shirt is all the way open and your thumb is touching your own chest hair. Can you imagine if you had chest hair? That'd be so weird. <laughs> so weird. What's Stop weird about it? Touching your chest hair. Do you want to run your fingers through it like a <laughs> Paris Metro? Not even a little bit. Do you want to paint me like one of your Paris Metro girls? Maybe James Marsden. <laughs> oh yeah, I would absolutely do that. I would motorboat that chest hair. I'd wake up with floss. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't watch Jury Duty, but he's aged pretty well. Mm-hmm. He's definitely shinier. Yeah. But, I mean, I still, the 30 Rock version of him is so precious. Oh, my beautiful. God. He's an angel sensory from heaven. <laughs> he's an elven years. prince, yeah. He is. Yeah, well, and he's also, as you can tell, when they shave it and it looks like their hairline's receding and then they grow it back and it's all of a sudden magic. So, like. <laughs> Kenneth's mother states, my body's just a flesh vessel. For an immortal being whose name, if you heard it, would make you lose your mind. This is yet another reference to the running gag of Kenneth being a mortal. Very old. Jacob, I need more time. <laughs> Tracy's storyline in this episode, in which the Republican nominee for vice president is previously unknown, relatively inexperienced politician from a lightly populated, heavily conservative state, beginning with the letter A. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns out to strongly resemble a cast member of TGS as a direct parody. <laughs> Of Tina Fey's experience while playing 2008 Republican vice presidential nominee and former Alaska governor, Sarah Palin. Damn, damn. <laughs> How many uh, gemstones would you give Governor Dunstan? Probably 89. Mm, I like 91. I, I mean, I'm definitely going to tune back in to see James Marsden's hair. Uh-huh. And, and the Brian Cranston and Catherine O'Hara I like. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole Liz and Chris <laughs> storyline I, I liked. <laughs> So next week is the Stride of Pride. Stride of Pride, baby. Stride of Pride. Jack develops a new relationship strategy based on the principles of the movie Great, The Great Escape. And Liz tries to prove that women are funny, and a tabloid reveals that Jenna is 56. And you know who's on this episode? King of the Douches, Ryan Lochte. Who's that? Oh, the swimmer. Olympic swimmer who may or may not have like, oh, lied yeah. about being attacked. Uh-huh. Oh, he's... Um... And he was on Traitors, which no one watched but me. <laughs> I mean, lots of people in the world, but nobody in this basement. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, oh, yeah, that's where um, oh, yeah. Pizzerina Zabar <laughs> yes. or something, Ryan Lochte's her dumb idiot. Yes. And then he, I don't know if he has anyone famous, but he has a dumb idiot, too. <laughs> and he thinks he's the only one who has, like, a rotation, like a Rolodex. Uh-huh. And she's got a Rolodex that she just, like, hits for different, different things. Oh, my God. And then Jack is like, who's the old one that's, like, her dad? And he's like... Is it me? Is it me? <laughs> Fine. Oh, I give that 99 jump sounds. Let's just do the review of it right now. All right, Marty, let's go. <laughs> Anything else you want to say or you take your clothes off? Are you doing okay? Um, no, I'm a little weary after my, my orgasm earlier. <laughs> you told me how to do it. Was it supposed to half-ass it? Have, great. Have I ever half-assed anything? Most things. <laughs> but you just did a great job of that. <laughs> We're impressed. Well... We're almost coming to the end of the season. Oh no, my God! <laughs>
<laughs> we'll just enjoy it one day at a time. Uh-huh. We'll just enjoy it as it comes. <laughs> Had you seen this one before, Emma? No. No. What wow. did you, you gave it 91, so. Yeah. It was super fun, especially to see people I've fallen even more in love with since 2012 uh, back then. Such as? The guest stars, Brian Cranston and Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine? Because I think 2012 was pre-Breaking Bad. Definitely pre Shits So just pre, I mean, it was, it was just different before it was they were in a world. Breaking Bad. I'm trying to remember when Breaking Bad started. I mean, it was after Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did love him in that, but then as soon as he added Breaking Bad to his resume, I was like, oh my God, the range on that man. <laughs> did you notice that Dick Lemon was also in yes. the opening sequence of... Serendipity. Yes, yes. I did. <laughs> so, speaking of which, our bonus episode <laughs> soon will be Serendipity, because we've been watching... Last week, we watched only dark, mm-hmm. horrible, murderous, sad stuff, so we wanted a movie that makes Nick happy, so... <laughs> Well, I was just, like, writing a list in the chat, and I was just like, Bridget Jones's Diary, Devil Wears Prada, and then I sent it, and I was like, well, honestly, this is my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, Eugene Levy from Schitt's Creek is, is in, in it. it. And <laughs> Molly <Henry>. Shannon. <laughs> Molly Shannon at her most Molly Shannon-esque. Kate Beckinsale, before she got too thin. Jeremy Pevin before he was canceled. <laughs> he was always canceled to me. John Cusack with very strange wigs. <laughs> I know, it is interesting that Kate Beckinsale's hair changes so much and his is the same. Anyway, to hear more about <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you, you can become our, a Patreon by doing that. You go to jibjab, blipblab, nimdab, dibdab, wibbadoc.com. Uh-huh. Yeah, or patreon.com slash shakespot. Pennies or just a day. give a dog a bone. Pennies a day, people. <laughs> give up one Starbucks a month and you can have a bonus episode <laughs> where we talk deeply about serendipity. Serendipity, yes. Serendipatiousness. And yes. if you get to a certain level, don't look at me like I don't know what's happening. I was going to make a joke about Starbucks. And no, I was... you weren't. Um, <laughs> then you get to be a certain level. You get to be taken with us or an accountability buddy, yeah. which is the name of my new MLM. Please sign up. It's called um, MLM. MLM. <laughs> it's like Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, <laughs> it's like Chris. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer is kind of hot. Then Nick will read your name out in the same way every week, which we could record, but instead we have to do it live. Um, because these people mean a lot to me, and I'm not just going to half-ass it. Put my full ass full into this. Ass it, baby. <laughs> I'm going to read this with my pussy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> going to put my whole pussy into this. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much to <laughs> pussy. <laughs> okay. Thanks to Dearest James. I'll switch it up. I'm just in my head now because you say I read it the same way every time. Dearest James. Awe-inspiring Andre. <laughs> Peerless Pam. Pam! Beneficent Bernie. Awesome Abigail. Astonishing Alicia. Lovely Lars. Amazing Anne. Jocular Joel. And astounding Alina. Electric Elise. Luminous Lisa. <laughs> Marvelous Marekka. Jovial Jenny and Jubilant Jenna. Magical Madonna. Sumptuous 76 trombones. Magnificent Meredith. <laughs> and Critical Cassandra. Oh my gosh, she's dying. What oh my god. Wow, wow. Are you doing your Pedro Pascal? Um, Pedro Pascal is doing me, I hope. <laughs> Stop and with it. that, we're three strikes and we're out. So sorry about all of Nick's eating. Hope you guys have a wonderful <laughs> week. What am I eating? I bitch I ate. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. This episode is sponsored by Taboo Buzzer. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter, with the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter, and 
Frank! <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank! <laughs> we love you, Frank. <laughs>